Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Faith on Hill's online Sunday morning service. Welcome to Christmas Sunday. We gather every Sunday morning in person at 1030 a.m. I want to invite you tonight to our Christmas carol and communion service. It is in person only. There's no online version of it. It'll be at 6 p.m. at the church building. We're going to sing Christmas carols together. We're going to take communion together. Would love to see uh, you, Whether even if Faith on Hill isn't your normal, regular church, but you say, hey, I'd like to just come and sing some Christmas carols with people who know Jesus. Uh, so that is happening tonight. And then Christmas Eve, we will release our Christmas podcast. It'll be available audio versions on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Video version will be on our Facebook page, and you don't have to have a Facebook to go on there. It'll also be on our website, faithonhill.com. So that's happening Christmas Eve. Christmas carol service tonight. Christmas Eve will be the Christmas podcast. If you have a Bible, turn to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 2. We're going to share and talk a bit about the Christmas star. Well, Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. And he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law and asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from him the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. And after they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And when they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The star of Bethlehem. Star of wonder, star of light, star of royal beauty, bright. Now, a question that I asked myself is, does the Bible prophesy a star? The Bible in in the Hebrew scriptures prophesies or foretells that all kinds of things about the Messiah, that he was going to come from the house of David, the royal line, that he was going to be born of a virgin, as we just read, that he will be born in Bethlehem. The Bible says a lot in the Hebrew scripture, the Old Testament, the Bible says a lot about the Messiah. So I asked myself, self, does the Bible say anything about a star? It's the first time I've asked that question. I've been a Christian for about 36 years now. It's the first time I've asked that question. Maybe is the answer. Now, in the book of Numbers, chapter 24, verse 17, there is a prophecy about a star of Judah. And I was doing some interesting reading, and I found out that in um, pre-Jesus Jewish 
culture, uh, specifically in the really radical groups that were looking for the Messiah, they took this prophecy about the star of Judah as a signifier of the Messiah. In fact, there was one uh, political leader in uh, Israel, pre-Jesus, his name was uh, Simon Barcoba, and he took the title Star of Judah for himself, kind of making the claim to being the Messiah who would deliver the people from their enemies. There were also apparently some early Christians after the apostles had, had died, but uh, early Christians who took that verse in the book of Numbers and said that that could be, could be talking about the star of Bethlehem. But it doesn't actually say. When I first asked myself the question, I thought of the prophecy in Isaiah, a people walking in darkness have seen a great light. I thought that might be talking about the star, except that we'll study it as we get further into Matthew. But in Matthew chapter 4, Matthew quotes that prophecy from Isaiah, and he says this is fulfilled not in the star of Bethlehem, but it's fulfilled in Jesus' ministry. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Speaking of Jesus' ministry to the people, bringing them the good news of the kingdom of heaven. So does the Bible prophesy the star? Maybe. I don't think it matters here so much as that it, it makes it clear that it happened. Well, does the Bible tell us when Jesus was born? It's Christmas Sunday. Christmas is this week. Was Jesus born on December 25th? Almost certainly not. Some early Christians, and I couldn't find... Uh, reasons why, just that there is documentation of it. Some early Christians had begun to observe Jesus's birth in early January. And we're talking by say early Christians, I mean people that believed in Jesus, but lived about 100 to 200 years after Jesus's death and resurrection. There was a pagan festival, the Festival of the Unconquered Son, that did take place on December 25th. And so the story that I've always heard from secular historians is that when the church became official under Constantine, the Roman Catholic Church began, that they just took things like the Feast of the Unconquered Son and then they tried to Christianize them. And, and so that was how Christmas became uh, December 25th. Now, that might be but there's new scholarship to indicate that that feast of the unconquered son really didn't wasn't a thing until after Christianity. And the idea was that the feast was sort of a response to Christianity. It was a way for uh, people who wanted a more, um, we would call it pagan, but Roman religion uh, to be more prominent in the lives of the people in the empire uh, than Christianity, this new faith that had come up. So to me, that's a blurry subject. But we know almost certainly Jesus was not born on December 25th. Luke's gospel tells us that there were shepherds guarding their flocks by night, and an angel appeared to them. We all know that story. Peace on earth, goodwill to men, for unto us a child is born, right? We know that story. When were the shepherds out? Well, in the wintertime, like December, the shepherds would have had their sheep penned up. 
for warmth and protection. They would have been home. They didn't go out into the fields until spring, depending on the weather and that year, uh, whenever the rains stopped, that sort of thing. So they would go out in the spring, somewhere around April. Now, when I lived in the Bay Area, and most people don't realize, realize this, San Francisco is kind of its own weather pattern uh, because it's right on, the, right on the Pacific. But the San Francisco Bay Area is very similar to the Mediterranean. And it gets really, really rainy in December and January. Torrential rain. Like we think it rains crazy here. It rains longer in the Northwest, but the kind of rain we would get in December and January living in California was insane. Very similar to the Mediterranean climate that Israel was in. So when those rains would come, they didn't want to be out in the field. They wanted to be home and dry. So in the spring, when things firmed up, the mud sort of firmed up into hard earth again, then they would take their flocks out and they'd be out there until October. And other scholars have done work saying, okay, well, we know from Luke's gospel that this is when John was born. And so we can kind of figure out from when we think John the Baptist was born to the shepherds being out. And so Jesus uh, was born sometime between April and October and most likely September was what, what um, a few scholars that I read said. So Christmas didn't even happen this time of year, right? Why are we observing it? What's going on? There's no prophecy about the star. What's all this about? Well, what does the Bible actually say? The Bible says that this star was miraculous. There's all this debate about what the star was. Was it a comet? Was it a, uh, you know, uh, some kind of uh, celestial alignment? Was it a planet uh, that was just particularly bright? I don't know. But here's the interesting thing. When we get down to uh, where they actually get to Bethlehem in verse uh, 10, when they, uh, excuse me, verse 9, it says, when they saw the star that they had seen when it rose and it went ahead of them and then stopped over the place where the child was. Because you go to Bethlehem, but then you got to still find the child. How do you know? Is he still there? And it says the star moved and stopped over the house where Jesus was living with his family. That is a clear, miraculous claim. What does the Bible say about the star? Look, was it a comet or was it something else? I don't know. But the Bible makes a miraculous claim that it actually moved and came right over the house where Jesus was staying. That's a miraculous claim. So there's all these things, you know, people you'll hear. It's Christmas time this whole week. You will see people post stuff about 2,000 years ago, scientists have proved that there was this comet or there was this uh, solar event or something. Yeah, may, 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 may be true. But that's not what the Bible is claiming. The Bible is claiming something different and something divine and something miraculous. And that's what the Bible claims about Jesus, that he is different and that he is divine. That Jesus isn't just another religious leader that he's not just a child who was born, because children are born all the time. My youngest son was born in December, right? The, the children are born all the time. What's different about this kid? What's different about this birth? That Jesus was divinely born. He was divinely conceived. He was divine himself. He was fully human, yes, but he was also fully God. 
when we talk about Christmas and we, we have all these traditions and trappings, there's nothing wrong with those unless they get in the way of understanding what the true important claim the Bible makes at Christmas is. The Christian faith says this, that people had fallen into sin and through sin death and that God on a mission of rescue became a man and he was born into this world probably in September and he was born to a virgin and that he grew up and in his whole life he lived in perfection. He'd never sinned. And he was the perfect sacrifice so that when he died on the cross, God took all of the sins of the world and placed it on Jesus, the son, and said, your sacrifice will be accepted because he was the only one who could do so. So you know what? My hope for you this Christmas week is that you enjoy time. You enjoy the music you enjoy family, you enjoy the traditions and the festivities. I'm wearing a crazy Christmas sweater. Like, I love Christmas. It's a fun time. But don't forget that all of that stuff is secondary to this divine and different baby that was born and laid in the manger because there was no room in the inn. I hope there's room in our hearts for Jesus today and every day. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you tonight at our Christmas carol service. And this uh, week, Christmas Eve, our Christmas podcast will be released. Merry Christmas.